It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. If you can afford to, dirt is not cheap around the country anymore if you're looking to, to buy dirt. Good morning. It's chore time here at the Shank of the Day on Wax. Bob and Joe with you as we take a look at what's going on and in the world of agriculture. Lots going on as we get into the heart of the cropping season, uh, getting these yields set for corn and beans and all looking forward to it, making more hay. And a little fog out there this morning as we get things up. You bought your Mega Millions ticket yet? $1.25 billion? I have not. I'll do that today, okay? Yeah, i got to remember to do that, too. I've been going to buy one. Of course, I'll sit here and tomorrow. I think they draw tomorrow night. So we'll find out if anybody wins $1.25 billion. Just in, in case you're wondering, I don't... I usually say I don't buy them until it gets over like $100 million, but... I think $1.25 billion I will buy a, a couple. I might go for $4, so we'll see what happens. All right, otherwise, something not near that price. The Class 3 price officially for July came out yesterday. We'll share that with you. It's not a whole lot to share. Also, uh, we'll get an update on some of the Farm Bill activities. We're trying to get a hold of Congressman uh, Van Orden, and he's on the Ag Committee in the House. And uh, Congress is on recess, but uh, haven't been able to track him down yet. We're trying to get a hold of him, uh, at least catch up with him for a, a phone interview so we can get an update on what's going on. Uh, they're supposed to bring a House Agriculture Committee field hearing on the Farm Bill uh, to this area, the 3rd District. I would imagine uh, the plans are now to be to La Crosse about the 16th of the month. So we'll see how that develops. But again... That's what's out there. How official that is, we don't know. But uh, August 16th, Glenn Thompson from the Ag Committee is supposed to be in the area. Brewers, oh boy. (laughs) Those moves they made aren't paying off very well. Man, oh man, did they blow one yesterday. Fairs continue. That's more fun to talk about. We've got uh, Jackson, Buffalo, Wisconsin Valley Fair. Wisconsin State Fair starts today. And you're going to be... Jackson County later on? Yep, I'm going to head down to Jackson County Fair in Black River Falls. Hog show this morning? Hog show this morning at 8.30. All right, so if you're looking for Jill, that's where she will be. Coming up, we'll hear about the uh, Medford Tractor Show that's going to be going on next weekend, the 12th and the 13th. So we've got lots to talk about this morning, and uh, we'll get her started here as we look at our weather forecast. And uh, there is some fog in the area that we're going to tell you about as, uh, again... We've got some nice warm temperatures. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at our weather forecast this morning, shall we? Our Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Weather damaged RV sitting in your driveway? Well, Chilson's can help get it repaired or move it down the road, whatever. All you have to do is go to ChilsonRV.com and get all your questions answered. little fog around the area this morning, so do be careful. Not everybody, but some folks are. 89 today, partly cloudy, and it will be another humid day. 62 overnight. Mostly sunny, excuse me, mostly sunny tomorrow and 86. Saturday, partly cloudy, 84. Sunday, there is a chance of rain cooling down into this low, uh, mid-70s, let's call it. And then Monday and Tuesday, low 80s, back to partly cloudy, partly sunny skies 
Right now, 72 degrees in the valley. Again, a hot, humid day if you're moving livestock. Get moving early today because it's not going to be pleasant in those cattle trailers. 89 and humid today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's find out what's going on. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. There may be some heavy traffic in Washington, D.C. today as former President Trump is set to make his court appearance. The Secret Service released a statement saying it is working with city police and federal officers to ensure the highest levels of safety and security while minimizing disruptions to the normal court process. Trump is scheduled to appear at the courthouse at 4 p.m. Eastern. This week, Trump was indicted for his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. There's new hope that the U.S. may soon get some information about a Texas soldier who was captured when he crossed into North Korea. Lisa Taylor reports. The State Department has reached out to the reclusive nation to get an update. For the first time, North Korea has responded, but they did not provide details. There's a fear that Private Travis King is being tortured. He was in the process of being shipped back to El Paso's Fort Bliss when he slipped away from the airport and made a dash across the border. I'm Lisa Taylor. The White House is blaming Republicans for the recent U.S. credit rating downgrade. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre accused GOP officials of cheerleading default and attempting to extend tax giveaways for the wealthy and corporations. Fitch lowered the U.S. rating from the highest AAA rating to AA+. Several factors were cited, including a steady deterioration in standards of governance over the last two decades. The IRS is promising paperless processing for taxes by 2025. Brian Shook has the story. It plans to have taxpayers digitally submit all correspondence by the next tax filing season in 2024, according to the Treasury Department. The IRS will also digitize the estimated billion historical documents in its catalog in the next two years, which cost about $40 million per year to store. I'm Brian Shook. And the makers of weight loss drugs Ozempic and Monjaro are being sued for allegedly failing to warn patients about the risk of severe gastrointestinal problems. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Going to be another hot, humid day today. Let's check the weather forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. And don't forget, the Chilson Automotive Group, 10% off MSRP on select 2023 Jeep Compass models at Chilson.com. Boy, Jeep's got a lot of models out there, but uh, deals on Compass right now at Chilson's. Hot, humid today, partly cloudy, 89, 62 overnight, mostly sunny tomorrow, 86, Saturday, partly cloudy, 84, Sunday, chance of rain in 76, Monday and Tuesday, again, partly cloudy, 80, 81. So again, it's summertime in Wisconsin. Little fog around Rice Lake this morning in 64. Medford Marshfield at 68. Wausau, La Crosse, both at 71 this morning. Green Bay, 66. Madison in a fog. What a surprise. Legislature must be in session. They're in a fog down in the Madison Sun Prairie area. 65 degrees. Milwaukee at 72. Down at Black River Falls, Toma, they're in that 62-degree range. But here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area, it's 72 degrees right now. We're going to go up to 89 today. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Jill will be in that farm truck on the road today, heading down to the Jackson County Fair in Black River. 
Black River Falls. I got to keep it straight. That's where you're going, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I can't keep track of where we're going. I can't keep track of myself, let alone Jill. But the hog show starts this morning down in Jackson County. Buffalo County will be later on this afternoon. So, again, farm truck is on the road. What's the market look like for livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 175 to 187 with mixed at 137 to 173. Choice fed beef heifers are 174 to 181 with mixed at 120 to 173. Choice fed Holstein steers are 154 to 167 with select and silage fed steers 128 to 153. Cows are 80 to 110 with the top of 136. Bulls are 114 to 130. Butcher hogs are 52 to 89 with sows at 50 to 62 and boars at 22 to 27. Shorn market lambs are 150 to 185. Feeder lambs are 50 to 180. Ewes are 50 to 85, with small goats at 10 to 140. Medium goats at 80 to 200. Large goats at 107 to 460. And nanny goats at 5 to 255. All right, and at the Mercantile Exchange, down yesterday across the board. August live cattle down $1.47 at the close, 178.02. October live cattle, 132 lower at 180.50. December live cattle down a dollar two at one eighty four sixty, and February down seventy two cents a hundred at one eighty eight oh five. Feeder cattle, the August contract closed at two forty six eighty two, down a dollar sixty five. September at two fifty ten, that's down a dollar eighty. October two fifty one eighty five, down a dollar fifty five. November two fifty two fifty seven, down a dollar twenty. And January feeder cattle. At two fifty ninety seven down ninety five hogs also lower. August hogs one oh two sixty seven that was down a dollar. October at eighty four eighty seven down seventy seven. December down thirty seven cents seventy six eighty seven. And February down thirty at eighty sixty two. Board of trade was lower yesterday. There's some forecast for wetter weather in the forecast. So the prices were down yesterday. Overnight, December corn a penny higher, sitting at five oh one this morning. Yesterday, that price was five fifteen. So uh, prices did drop. The oats down six overnight at four forty seven. December wheat up five to six cents overnight at at uh, six seventy three. But uh, so November soybeans up six cents overnight, but only thirteen twenty seven, significantly lower than where they were yesterday. And December meal up five dollars a ton at three ninety seven twenty. Cheese unchanged again yesterday. Barrels one eighty seven, blocks one ninety six. Butter down four at uh, two sixty three. August class three up four at seventeen forty nine. September unchanged seventeen fifty three. October up eight at seventeen ninety seven. November down three at eighteen twenty two. And December up four at eighteen twenty two. We'll also here in a few minutes. Share what happened. The official Class 3 price came out yesterday, and we'll tell you about that when we take a look at our news. But coming up in Medford next weekend, there's a big event at the school. They started this uh, a couple, three years ago, I think, and it's been uh, very successful. We're going to find out more about that at, uh, next weekend. You're looking for some place to go. Medford might be the place. We'll hear about it. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Summer's a busy time, and in, uh, coming up very soon in Medford, there's a big event coming up at the high school. Dan Weber is with me now, an active member of the Medford FFA alumni. And then, uh, what's going on? This isn't anything new. You've done it for a few years, but it's been successful. What is it? 
The tractors show up here at the high school the 12th and the 13th of August. George Rudolph, his sister Diana, and and Andy Rudolph, they're really in charge of it. I bring up a lot of stuff to it. I begin the collected antiques, gas engines. By a, by a, uh, a tractor show. It's not a competition. We're showing off our older tractors, our older farm equipment. Uh, what's all involved here? Yeah, you can bring up anything from whatever pretty much... Old tractors, gas engines, uh, whatever, anything that's old. There will be some newer products coming, too, from some of the local dealers. They want to bring up this year. I think they're even talking having cars, some cars, and, like I said, newer tractors and pretty much whatever. Do we need tickets to get in, or is it free? You know what? It's all free. Both days are free. Uh, it's with, it's growing. I think this year we're going to be bigger than last year. The weather kind of held us down last year because of the rain. If we wouldn't have had rain, we'd have a lot more people bringing tractors, but they said they didn't want to put them in the rain, so hopefully this year the weather holds and we can get a bigger and better show. So every year it's getting bigger and better. And This is August 12th and 13th? Yep, that's right. It's up here at the high school. Now besides the show, what else is going to be going on? We're doing this tractor raffle for the FFA. We work with the students up here at the school with it. We're almost done with a fireball A that we're working on. Then we raffle that off at the first football game in September, I think it is. So then that money goes back to the FFA to do another tractor. we got a John Deere M that we're also working on at this time. The John Deere M? The best one, John Deere. Yes, that's really tough. I'm a through dedicated John Deere man, and it's hard to work on these red ones, but we do it. <laughs> We bite the bullet sometimes, but uh, that's not the only thing that's going to be uh, raffled off. What else is going to be raffled off besides that 19, I thought so, not a John Deere M, it's a Farmall. 41 Farmall A, yeah. Last year we did a Farmall M, and then that's the first place, then we have uh, processed beef and pork, so that goes along with the enterprises. we got fifth Five places, the tractors first, and down the fifth is the processed pork. And so it's really fun. The kids, the students sell tickets. Everybody, we sell tickets through through the summertime. And we take the tractor to different events. And so it's really a lot of fun. So it's yeah, really something worthwhile to get into. And the students learn from it because I work with them four days a week up here with the tractor. Dwayne Oldenburg, a good friend of mine, I got him. He's a, been a mechanic for years he comes up and helps george rudolph helps i mean if we get other hands in on it it really works good did somebody donate this for you did you find it out behind somebody's shed in, this, in the iron pile another donated tractor yeah uh, old lady i can't think of her name but uh, she donated that and so we're getting it all done we're almost it won't be long it'll be running it's sort of crossing the shed across here by the parking lot and it's all uh, okay and uh how much are the raffle tickets one for 10 or three for 20. And the date that it's going to be, the winner is going to be drawn? 22nd of September. All right. And again, that's uh, all weekend long, the 12th and 13th of August here at Medford High School. Yep, that's right. Start right. Friday night, bringing stuff in on Friday night, Saturday and Sunday's the show. So if you're not doing nothing, come on out and you'll enjoy it. It's getting, like I said, bigger and better every year. Somebody wants to bring a tractor or bring some kind of uh, farm equipment. Who do we get a hold of? And uh, we want to make sure we get it done soon, not just, you don't want to just pull in the lot that weekend, do you? No, you could get a hold of George Rudolph. He's in charge of it. And uh, I don't have his phone number handy, but. Uh, or you can get a hold of Lisa Cop at the high school. That's right. Ask Lisa and she could make arrangements to George and get him up here that weekend. It'd be great. And again, that's next weekend, the 12th and 13th up there in Medford. Lots going on. Again, that Farm All A will be uh, the raffle that they're giving out. So again, if you want a fun weekend up there, 
And again, that's at Bedford High School right in the parking lot. If you get old equipment you'd like to show off, you're more than invited to bring it up. 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, Class 3 price is out and uh, nothing to write home about. But we'll tell you about it as we look at some of our farm news. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Right, we've got the Class 3 price. Jill's going to tell us about that. But first of all, Jill, what's going on at Northside with their prices? Well, in Loyal, the corn price is at five thirteen, and soybeans are at twelve ninety seven. And in Arcadia, corn's at five fifteen, with soybeans at thirteen twenty seven. I'll tell you, the soybean price isn't far away from that Class Three price. That's not pretty, but uh, tell us what's going on. What happened in July? Well, the official July Class Three price was released yesterday, and as expected, it wasn't very good. That price was thirteen seventy seven, down a dollar fourteen from June. And eight seventy five, a hundred less than last July's Class Three price. So far this year, the Class Three is averaging sixteen ninety four a hundred, well below last year. Dairy economists feel that this will be the low point for the price, but they don't. They also add prices won't go up enough through the end of the year to get near last year's price levels. So dealing with the thirteen seventy seven. Wow, we haven't been that low in, a, in quite a while, but uh, hopefully it's it's going to go up here. We've got 18 minutes after 5 o'clock. The Attorney General, Josh Call, our Pam Yonke down in the Madison area, had a chance to talk to the Attorney General. New uh, Agricultural Competition Partnership. We'll hear about that next, right here on WAX. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wisconsin has joined a group of 31 attorneys general from across the United States, all bipartisan, as well as the U.S. Department of Agriculture, to form a new partnership they're calling the Agricultural Competition Partnership. Their goal? looking at unfair market practices and working to boost competition in food and agriculture markets. How are you going to do that? Is there an area in particular they're concerned about? And in fact, Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call said, yes, there is. I spoke with him about this new coalition and asked him to tell me more about what they hope to accomplish. It's really important that we have competitive markets, and anybody who is a small business owner knows that because if they are... Uh, buying products in a market that's not competitive, they're going to pay a lot more than they should be paying. And that's going to make it really difficult to make a living, whether you're you're a family farmer or a grocery store owner. Uh, and if you're a consumer who's buying groceries in the grocery store, the prices go up. So it's always important we have competition. And one of the areas that there have been concerns about the amount of competition is is in the agricultural industry. So it's always important to be ensuring that competition is happening. But it's especially important now as people are dealing with the impacts of inflation um, and as people are struggling to make ends meet. And the more that we can work collaboratively, because a lot of these uh, companies that have have a lot of market share are operating across the country, by working collaboratively with the federal government as well as other state AGs, um, we can be even more effective in ensuring that markets are competitive. I'm sure that because of your position, uh, you want some evidence, some uh, st- statistics, data to help uh, make your argument. What did they share with you, Josh? What, uh, you know, give us a little insights into the groups or the uh, discussion that's been going on to get you part of this partnership. 
Uh, well, first, you're, you're absolutely right. The more information we can get about the, the challenges that folks are facing, the better. And that's one of the reasons that working together across states and, and with the federal government can be effective, because we can aggregate information from different states. Uh, but also, there are going to be resources here that the federal government is providing as, as we work to increase competition. That means that there can be um, research done that, that can help support potential cases. So the, the more that we're working together and collaborating, the closer look we can take at these issues, and hopefully the more that we can get accomplished on behalf of uh, family farmers, on behalf of folks who are going to the grocery store, uh, to lower, lower the costs. The group is calling itself the Agricultural Competition Partnership. Tell me a little bit about the scope, the reach so far, Josh, and do you think other organizations are going to join uh, you know, it'd be great to see more states join, but we've already got a, a big bipartisan group, and so that's really encouraging. Uh, the USDA is, is stepping up and providing resources, which is going to enhance our efforts. Uh, and then we do our own antitrust work at the Department of Justice. So we're bringing those things together, and, and with this initiative, we're going to improve our ability to do on-the-ground assessments of competition and consumer issues. So figuring out if a company's got a huge amount of market share, what impact that's having on the, the price that, that their customers are paying. Um, and we're also going to, uh, uh, this, this effort's going to support new and more independent research programs so that we can get more information about exactly what these impacts are. With, with that information, we'll have the kind of evidence you need, hopefully, to potentially bring cases if that's, if that's appropriate. Was there anything specific to Wisconsin, Josh, that got your antenna up? Any particular commodity, any particular business where you said, yeah, I see that we need a little more oversight or a little more detail here? Absolutely. Well, as, as you know, you know, farming is a critical industry in, in Wisconsin. And, you know, this, this group is going to be looking at practices in the food, the retail, meat and poultry processing, and, and other agricultural industries you know, and as an example of, of one of the areas that, that we've noted we're going to take a look at is, is seed markets. Um, but ensuring that uh, farmers in Wisconsin are able to uh, buy, uh, buy the products they need at a fair price, um, that helps ensure that they can make a profit, they can um, continue uh, uh, having their family farm succeed. And then ultimately, when, when people are going to the grocery store to buy uh, agricultural goods, that they're paying a fair price. Help us understand, Josh, your role as attorney general when it comes to these kinds of processes and monitoring. In my mind, I'm thinking about the one of the only times I imagine where an attorney general could get involved is if we're looking at a merger, an acquisition, or something like that as far as uh, companies taking over the other. I- explain where I'm missing the other opportunities for this kind of a group to be able to step in. Uh, well, we have authority to enforce our antitrust laws in the state of Wisconsin. We also work in collaboration with the federal government and other states, um, not only as part of this partnership, but just in general, to ensure that antitrust laws are enforced. And uh, you're right that that can include a merger situation. That's often where we would get involved in, in taking a close look at a market. Um, but it, we could also be involved if uh, one company has so much uh, dominance of a particular market that they are engaging in, in monopolistic practices. And so if there is uh, anti-competitive behavior that, that breaks our antitrust law, whether that's through a merger or some other practice, we have authority to step in. And so, you know, if, if prices are fair, if they reflect competition, uh, that's, that's the way our system is supposed to work. Um, but if you've got somebody who is using control of the market to artificially and improperly inflate prices, uh, we have the opportunity to step in.
Now, I'm assuming that your primary focus is domestic uh, circulation of product, domestic control of production. But what about any implications on the international scene, both access for our U.S. companies as well as anybody that might be acting in a predatory nature from outside our borders? Well, in terms of what we have authority to enforce, um, you know, we can enforce action in in Wisconsin. Um, but one of the benefits of working with the federal government and with other states is that helps expand the reach. And so if you've got practices that are unlawful in one state, you can potentially reach out and, and notify them if that's having an impact in uh, in our state. But, but to the extent that people's practices uh, are impacting what's going on here in Wisconsin, they're, they're doing business in Wisconsin, uh, regardless of whether they're based in Wisconsin, we can take action. And so, uh, you know, we, we certainly want to encourage folks, if they are uh, seeing anti-competitive practices happening, to, to make sure that they report that information to us and to, to that cap. Because uh, the more information we gather, that helps us uh, know where, where we should be looking, and it also uh, could potentially support a case uh, down the road. Uh, the USDA is is part of this collaboration as well, and so um, reaching out to them is is also really helpful. But um, but ultimately, you know, our our goal is to ensure that people have access to to fair prices and competitive markets, and reporting to those folks uh, is a key part of this process of of allowing us to uh, assess the situation and where appropriate to to bring in enforcement actions. And again, that's Attorney General Josh Call here in Wisconsin. The new agricultural competition partnership that many states have joined in, about 31 attorneys general signed on to this with the USDA for fair competition in the marketplace for farmers. All right, coming up on 29 minutes before 5 o'clock, or before 6 after 5, I'll get it right, 29 minutes after 5, how's that? All right, we got Rocky coming up next. He's going to catch us up on the markets from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning. Rocky's with us. Rocky Olson from over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And all that traffic and activity in Lublin, uh, they created some dust, huh? Yeah. It's like I said, uh, you get behind somebody on the gravel road, you might as well just uh, plan on pulling over for a little bit. I know, like uh, getting behind a snowplow in the middle of winter, huh? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Well, it's hot, that's for sure. Not the way cattle like it, but uh, what about the buyers? Do they like it? What's been happening? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We had 165 head of dairy cattle. We had uh, one crossbred herd in. Top fresh cows brought 19 to 2,500. Uh, many cows from 14 to 1875. Top Holstein spring and heifers, uh, 1,500 to 2,000. Lesser quality cows and spring and heifers, 1,400 and down. Next week, uh, Wednesday's dairy cattle auction. Got a real nice herd of cows. Got 62 Holstein and red Holstein tie stall cattle cows. Uh, like I said, very nice herd of cows. They have an 85-pound tank average. Got a four butterfat and a 150 somatic. 42 years of AI breeding. Lots of red Holsteins in that herd. Here's a recap for the week on the markets. The highlights, uh, high choice and prime Holstein fed steers, 150 all the way up to 169. High yielding market cows from 107 to 135. High yielding market bulls from 105 to 129. Certified organic cows sold every Monday. High yielding from 140 to 174. We had some organic steers up to $1.90. Newborn Holstein 
Holstein bull calves continue strong, mostly from 200 to 370, and the Holsteins beef cross calves from 350 to 630. Feeder cattle auction held Tuesday. We sold 575 head of feeder cattle, most of the beef feeders from 170 to 275. We had some lightweight new crop calves bring from 280 all the way up to 370 per pound. Most of the Holstein steers, 140 to 175, with lightweights up to 210. Reminder, large farm machinery auction. That's going to be coming up August 25th. Get those consignments in soon, guys. We need to get the uh, pictures taken. We need to get the ads out in the papers. And like I said, sooner the better that you can get that equipment in. we got plenty of room to fit it in for you. Questions, give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. Check our website for all the upcoming sales, uh, full of market reports, and it's updated daily at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And that's the way it's shaped up, Bob. Do you ever pose with any of that equipment, like sit in the tractor seats to make it more attractive, bring more money? Uh, I think you're talking to the wrong person, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a start. I know know you're looking for a new target, but uh, it's it's not this guy. Oh, all right. Well, I just thought maybe you would enhance the value of that equipment. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could find somebody, bring them over. Like stand behind a manure spreader or something. Yeah, then you'd want to take the pictures. (laughs) I'd want to turn it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you later. All right. Well, you have a good day. All right. You too. There goes Rocky over there. Premier Livestock in the Withy area. We'll catch up with some of our news. Morgan's going to join us next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Got Morgan all excited here thinking she's coming on early here. But uh, Jill reminded me, hey, don't forget, we got to do weather. We certainly do. Mr. Dandry is over in the Skywarn 13 weather room. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How we doing? Well, we're doing well, but uh, yesterday was hot and humid. Ooh, yeah, it was. And it's a good thing that was yesterday, because today is going to be... Hot and humid. <laughs> so I thought you were going to say. So tell us about it. I wanted to bite my tongue there, but I got to tell the truth. And, I don't blame you. A meteorologist never lies. Exactly. All right. So what's uh, hot and humid again today? Tell us what it's all about. Yeah, so we'll have the heat and humidity. Temperatures nearing 90. Dew points in the low 70s or upper 60s. But we'll have a cold front moving through this afternoon, which will provide us a little bit of relief from the humidity uh, going into tonight and into tomorrow, though it is still going to be a hot one uh, going into tomorrow. Now, that cold front may spark just a few showers and storms, but it does look like most of the area will stay dry. Partly cloudy tonight, dipping to the mid-60s. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, and as I mentioned, still a hot one, getting in the mid to potentially upper 80s, but a little bit less uh, in the way of humidity. Saturday, start to see a few more clouds roll in, temperatures in the low 80s. Sunday brings us better chances at widespread rain and a bit breezy, with temperatures only in the mid-70s. But then looking at Monday, mostly sunny, getting into the upper 70s. And right around that 80-degree mark is where we hang out through the middle of next week with more sunshine in store for both Tuesday and Wednesday. But as we had mentioned, muggy dew point of 69 degrees and a temperature of 72. So it's a very warm start, too. I've got hate of make today. We can bail it till. 8 o'clock tonight when the humidity drops off a little bit, huh? Yeah, that's uh, that's looking to be the case. And tomorrow, while well, it may still be a like noticeable uh, mugginess, okay. still not uh, necessarily as bad as today. All right. Sounds like a plan. All the hogs at the fairs are going to be... They're, well. they're, they're going to be sweating like pigs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well said. Thank you, sir. You bet. Have a good one, Bob. All right. There you go. That's Mike Dandria in the weather room over at Skywarn 13 with that forecast. Again, hot and humid today. Hopefully, they got a lot of fans in the hog barns. We've got 25 minutes before 6 o'clock. Morgan will be next with the news. 
feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, she's been patiently waiting and waiting for me, like she usually does. <laughs> Let's find out what's going on around the area. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom. Morgan, good morning. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. A police standoff in Osceola ended with a suspect killing themselves. As Osceola police say, they went into a home to investigate a felony domestic abuse case. Officers then say a man answered the door and ran back into the house. After several hours of trying to talk to the man and get them out of the house, officers say they did find him dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Polk County Sheriff's Office now investigating. In another part of the to answer after a deadly officer-involved shooting in Nina. This happened at a gas station on the city's south side. Police say 37-year-old man was wanted on a number of warrants and flashed a gun at officers. That's when the sheriff's office says officers opened fire, the man dying from his injuries, as that is now under investigation. In headlines, the move is closer to our area. No deal on tap at Liney's. Union workers did sit down with the company to talk about that strike. It's been going on for the better part of three weeks now, but left the table saying there was no deal. Members of the Teamsters and the Brewery in Chippewa Falls say they want more money and some other concessions in that new contract and showing you different sides so you can decide the company says it's made a generous offer. This is the first strike at Liney since the 1980s. Meanwhile, a years-long battle for another beer company, the Minaqua Brewing Company, might be close to an end. This is in Oneida County, but officials there last night voted to end the brewing company's permits, essentially closing down the restaurant. On the other side, the owner, Kirk Bankstead, said the whole thing is political. More information on this online, 715newsroom.com. Well, check the glove compartment if you pulled into Bloomer at a quick trip and thought, ah, why not get a Mega Millions ticket? You might be a million dollars richer. Wisconsin Lottery yesterday said the local quick trip in Bloomer sold a winning ticket for Friday night's drawing. 715newsroom.com. Hey, I kind of hope it's you. And sure, we have mosquitoes in the summer, but we always say winter, well, there's no snakes. Turns out snake bites are on the rise across the Union. An Emory University researcher says their snake bite study will help predict what time of year people should be alert. We want to do a better job of being able to predict or project who may be bitten and when and where and how we can try to avoid that. The study says increased snake bites are one of the potential impacts of climate change. I'm Trey Thomas. Our snakes here are pretty harmless. Might have to step over a grass snake or two as we head back to the barn and finish those chores with Bob Bosold, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Thank you, Morgan. We always love her assistance getting our chores done this morning. 72 degrees, more farm news coming up. As uh, look at a farm bill update and uh, who knows what else. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 20 minutes to 6 at Wax. Jill, what else is going on? Give us an update on the farm bill as we know it now. Well, new reporting from the Data Transmission Network says House Agriculture Committee Chair Congressman Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania wants the leadership of the House to schedule floor time for a new farm bill before he releases his committee's draft of the bill or before they can hold a markup session. Thompson also said he will stay in Washington during most of the Congress's August recess so he can work on the bill. He said his committee should be ready to do do that markup of the bill later this month or in early September. Thompson will hold another listening session for the bill this week at FarmFest in Minnesota and tentatively has another session scheduled in a couple of weeks in the cross area. I now believe that that's August 16th. August 16th looks like the date of that right now. We're trying to get a hold of Congressman Van Orden 
to uh, verify that, and I don't know what the location is. I don't know if that's still in the planning stage, but uh, we're trying to get a hold of the congressman to find out about about that. But uh, August 16th down at La Crosse will be, uh, will be that hearing as of now, subject to change or updates, whatever the case may be. What else is going on? And the Environmental Protection Agency has made a decision that makes ethanol and other biofuels producers happy. The agency has denied 26 of the 28 requests made by 15 small oil refineries for exemptions from mandates that require them to mix biofuels into their fuels for consumer use. The other two requests are still pending. Those waivers would have covered the 2016 through 2018 period as well as the 2021 through 2023 period. So far, the Biden administration has not yet extended a waiver to any refinery, unlike the Trump administration that handed out 34 of those exemptions. Yeah, their EPA director to start off in the Trump administration was a, was an oil man from Oklahoma, so you can understand why. All right, coming up, we'll look at the calendar. Fairs are going on, and a lot of other stuff as well. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we've got fairs going. The Wisconsin State Fair starts today down in West Dallas. And for anyone going down there to follow the kids and their showing, hey, text, email us, uh, waxbob at gmail.com or farm at midwestfamilyec.com. And Jill will get that. So between the two of us, uh, email us some of the results. We'd love to share those on the radio with the young people from our area that are going to the State Fair. Or if you happen to have our phone number, Texas, a lot of people do, but uh, don't want to particularly give that out over the air. <laughs> but uh, but again, if you got the phone number, Texas, or you got our emails, waxbob at gmail.com or farm at midwestfamilyec.com. That simple. So a lot of ways to get a hold of us with those results. What about the local fairs? Well, we've got the Wisconsin Valley Fair in Wausau happening, and we've got the Buffalo County Fair in Mondovi, and that's going to have the hog show today at 5 o'clock. And we've got the Jackson County Fair down in Black River Falls. They're having their hog show at 8.30 this morning. And we've also got the Bloomer Free Fair. And there's still a lot of things happening around the area. And I want to make note that this weekend we will have the FFA program will be from Whitehall. So listen for that around, oh, a little after 6 on Saturday morning. Yeah, I got a little guy that's uh, got an egg business, and we talked about that. So he's uh, selling eggs, and he got all done. He gave me a dozen eggs. They're big brown eggs, and oh, my goodness, are they good, and they're big. Wow. So, again, get his phone number. All right. <laughs> little, little, little plug for that guy in his egg business. What else is happening? Well, today the UW Extension is having offices of Chippewa, Don, and Eau Claire are having their Emerging Crops Casual Field Day from 2 to 3.30 at the Chippewa County Farm Plots. We've got the Cooley Antique Engine Club having their 52nd Antique Show in Westby. That's two miles north of Westby, August 4th, 5th, and 6th. They're having a tractor pull Saturday, Friday night at 6 o'clock, and the American Mini Pullers are Saturday at 4, and you get in the gate starting at 8 o'clock each morning. We've got the Midwest Horse Pullers. Tonight, they're going to have a horse pull at the Jackson County Fair at 7 o'clock. And Saturday, 
They're having a horse pull at the Buffalo County Fair at noon in Mondovi. We've also got the Wisconsin Horse Pullers Association having a horse pull down at the Wisconsin State Fair on Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. So there are lots of things going on around the area. And we've got a couple other uh, steam and gas engine shows coming up. One in Eau Claire, the Indian Head, and also the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Show down in Baraboo. And we've got tickets for both of those. One's the Indian Head, uh, Jill, here. Well, it's the old Ponderosa from years ago, out to 37 and 93. Well, that's the 60th year for the Pioneer Days. Yep. And that's next weekend, uh, the 11th, 12th, and 13th, with a little bit of admission. But we have tickets. Yeah, first come, first serve. Get a hold of us. Yep. Email Bob at waxbob at gmail.com or me at farm at midwestfamilyec.com. And we also have tickets for the Baraboo Show at the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club. That's where the Farm Technology Days just got over with. And that show is August 18th, 19th, and 20th. And that's it was really easy to find. Yeah, oh, yeah. But uh, we have 10 tickets available for that one. So email Bob at waxbob dot at gmail.com or me at farm at midwestfamilyec.com. All right, so a lot of reasons to email us. Uh, let's go to the markets. Where are we going first? Let's head on up to Barron and hear from Brittany. For fed cattle, our high-yielding choice Holstein steers were at 160 to 168.50. Choice Holstein steers were 150 to 159, and unfinished steers and heifers were 149 and down. For our call cows, the top 20% sold from $1.750 to $1.22, topping at $1.25. 60% sold from $70 to $106, and the bottom 20% sold $69 and down. For our coal bulls, they sold from $110 to $120. Our next sheep, goat, and small animal sale is August 19th. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to your farm to look at livestock, please contact us at 715-537-5618. This has been Brittany with your Equity Baron Market Report. Thank you and have a great day. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 12 minutes before 6 o'clock. 72 degrees out there already this morning. And it's time to head south to hear from Hut Eamon and Sparta Equity. Fed cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers 184 to 192. Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers 168 to 183. The Beef and Dairy Cross Steers 163 to 182. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers, 158 to 166. The Choice and Select Holstein Steers, 147 to 157 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers, $1.02 to $1.46. Cows steady. The quality beef slaughter cows, 115 to 135, topping at 138. The Highland Cows, 105 to 120. The Cutters and Utility Cows, 89 to 104. With the low yielding and canner cows, 33 to 88 cents a pound. Bull market steady. Most bulls bringing a dollar five to dollar twenty with a thin full and bulls over a ton discount at a dollar four and down. Just a reminder: our next sale will be Thursday, August third, for our special dairy and feeder cattle sale. With dairy cattle starting at twelve noon, followed by feeders at twelve thirty. This is Hut Amon at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we go over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. You got the air conditioner on, Jerry? Well, we got the windows open, but uh, if it stayed right where it is right now, for the rest of the day, temperature would be just perfect. You know, like 70 yeah. degrees, 69 degrees, but 
you're talking uh, we're going to tack on another 20 degrees yet. Well, ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, too. You know it's not going to stay this temperature. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you alluded to something uh, uh, before, and I think we'll just reiterate on that before doing the reports. And folks, if you're bringing livestock today, uh, I mean, get your chores done uh, and get them in early this morning. We start sale at 11 and get them processed before the real heat comes this afternoon. So that's yep. uh, probably good advice. Yeah, well, that humidity tacked on doesn't help. All right. How are we doing so far? It's uh, Thursday morning. We had three sale days. What's happened? All right, Bob. We'll tell the folks about it. Thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, and uh, on the feeder sale yesterday, lighter weight beef steers and heifers selling mostly from $1.80 to two sixty. Your middleweight beef steers and heifers in a range from one sixty to two twenty five, And your heavier short-term feeder cattle mostly from one forty to one sixty. Holsteins yesterday, lighter weight Holstein feeder steers selling from one forty to one eighty five. And about all the rest of the whole scenes were selling from uh, 127 to 167. Those on the feeder cattle. Now we'll get to the market auction, uh, market cattle. On the cow market, strong market yesterday on cows, cows high-yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows yesterday, selling from 105 to 130, topping at 135. Uh, most of the cows yesterday, 85 to 105. Uh, some of these thinner, light carcass cows, $80 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are selling from uh, 112 up to 125. Lighter weight bulls, 108 and back. Fed cattle trade, your choice grading Holstein steers are selling mostly from 143 to uh, 159. High yielding choice and prime Holsteins from 160 to 165. Select grading cattle under finished cattle, 135 and back. Summary on the calf market this week, good quality replacement Holstein bull calves, mostly from 150 to 350. So far, we've topped at 410 on the bull calves. Heifer calves, mostly from 75 to 155. Your good quality beef calves, very strong, continues 300 to 600. And we hit 690. That was on Monday's auction. Like Bob said, we're at Thursday, 11 o'clock start time on our market auction here today in Stratford. We do sell market cattle, of course. And those baby calves, that'll be uh, 1230, about around 12, 1230 this afternoon. So, again, like I said before, get them on the road early. We'll get them sold. Uh, uh, get them back where they don't be moving around because that's when they get really warm. And just keep in mind, uh, our next hay sale at Stratford here will be next Tuesday. Next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday. So, with that, Bob, we'll turn it back to you, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to the fair today. Maybe it'll be a little cooler on Friday or Saturday, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. I think the beer gardens are conditioned. <laughs> yeah, but they don't they, they don't open up at a decent enough hour, you know. Well, you get... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Whatever you decide, enjoy it and stay cool. We'll talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. You and Jill have a nice day. Thank you. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald talking about the Wisconsin Valley Fair in Wausau, of course. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland bringing us our look at the green and dairy markets. And uh, first off, on the Board of Trade yesterday, the markets were lower, a wetter weather forecast in many of the growing areas. That's just the forecast. And over now, so the markets were lower yesterday during the day trade. Overnight, December corn bounced back a penny sitting at 501 yesterday morning we're at 515 so we've seen some decreases in prices the oats down six overnight at 447 december wheat up five to six overnight 673 november soybeans up six but only sitting at 1327 soybean meal for december up five dollars a ton at 397 dollars and 20 cents at the country elevators today, Jill. Northside Elevator, loyal location, corn's at 513 with soybeans at 1297. And in Arcadia, corn's at 515 with soybeans at 1327. 
Wheat and grain ship of Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at 503 with soybeans at 1277. On the DTN screen, corn today at Golden Plump, 534 a bushel. Baldwin, 459 and 1308 on the beans. Durand and Mondovi and Elmwood all have corn at 464. Soybeans at Durand and Elmwood, 1308. No quote on beans at Mondovi. Fall Creek, 454 on the corn, 1298 for the soybeans. Osseo, 484 and 1308. Out at Elk Mound, the corn is 501 a bushel, beans 1283. Sparta, 495 on the corn, 1359 for the soybeans. And over at Ellsworth, the corn's 444, the beans at 1298. Ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville today is 514. At Stanley, 519. And New Richmond at 504. Cheese unchanged, barrels 187, blocks 196. Butter down four at 263. August class three up four at 1749. September unchanged, 1753. October up eight at seventeen ninety seven. November down three at eighteen twenty two. December up four at eighteen twenty two. And uh, in case you missed it, Jill reported the class three price for July was thirteen seventy seven. All right, thank you for that great news. <laughs> <laughs> Not so great. We'll let her share that. But thirteen seventy seven that July price down about eight bucks or more from last year. Hey, the weather's going to be hot though. Not the prices aren't. 89 today, partly cloudy. It will be humid. It's a nice, pleasant 72 around our area right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.